What's up, my nanas? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, and I'm speaking to you through the magic of technology. And I'm doing it in Fort Vermilion, Alberta. If you don't know where that is, do yourself a favor and check it out. Yeah, check it out on Google Maps. It's a cool place. Let me tell you what. Oldest town in Alberta, or settlement. White person settlement, I guess you could say. <laughs> there must have been communities before the white people came in. Uh, but yeah, let me quit rambling on about awesome Alberta history. Uh, it, this is episode 21 of the Awkward Throw Clear. Holy moly. Uh, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Tyler Redgun. Tyler is a very interesting young man who has a lot to say and has great views. Uh, I really hope to have him back on the pod again. Uh, the third wheel on our conversation is Morgan Yanko. He's a fire crew member on Tyler's crew, Calgary Hack 2. Uh, really solid dude. Uh, fought some fire in Fort McMurray, especially, uh, and his rookie year was the Fort McMurray wildfire, uh, the beast. So he's got some fun stories about that. Um, all three of us were talking about fire off-season life. So when we're not fighting fire, you know, going to school or traveling around, things like that. Um, and a bunch of other stuff I've already forgotten about. Uh, it, it's a really good one, so tune in. Uh, the, the, the conversations just flow really, really, really well. Um, and as always, guys, listen, like, subscribe, and share. Cheers. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, the, <coughs> the awkward throat clear. Now here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> How's it going there, Not Theory Podcast listeners? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupacabra. Um, I'm here with Tyler Redgun and Morgan Yanko. I had to look at your first name there. I've just been calling you Yanko the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about Joe Rogan uh, podcast there. We all listen to it and we all kind of find it pretty amusing. Um, I was also going to say, I forgot to mention before, um, you guys could talk kind of quiet. Make sure you kind of talk at a, a louder level as well so then we can, everyone can hear you. I'm usually loud, so I'll move this even a little bit closer to you. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Um, so yeah, Tyler, morning. Say hello to the the, the Nana Nation. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Only if they could respond. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, Tyler. We'll start with you. Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, Tyler, um, last name's Redgun. <laughs> uh, Hell Attack leader out of uh, the Calgary district. Been in the gig for about. Five years? What is it? Uh, <laughs> Check your watch for yeah. the year. One seven zero three. All right. Yeah, yeah. Five years. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. And um, it's our first, our first export of the season. It's been really paying off. Like we've been having like a ton of activities out here. Mm-hmm. Like more than we could probably say in the past. Two, three, two, <laughs> yeah, three seasons. Two <laughs> well, you for sure. Uh, Yanko, you actually worked in the fi- uh, Fort McMurray district. Yeah, I did. So you had a lot of activity then. Your rookie year was uh, 2015, correct? Uh, 2016. 2016, right. Yeah, 2016 Sorry. Was, Sorry. Uh, was when that big fire happened. And yeah, the beast. The beast, as they call it, or... Uh, Mike Whiskey Fox 009, as they call it. But yeah, that was, that was pretty... It was a pretty incredible yes. way to start the uh, the hack career going into that thing. No I kidding. Remember, like driving up there, and then like when I was going up there, it was a couple of days after the fire, like the town had been evacuated. And mm-hmm. Just ash, and it was. You're thinking to yourself, "Oh my god, what am I getting into?" <laughs> and then you start getting into the thick of things a little bit more, and and 
and you realize that no, this isn't a normal occurrence, and you start <laughs> settling down a little bit. And holy yeah. crap, that, that's insane though! Like just first impressions, like you just like. So is, is this what it's like home. every year? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, the standards are set high. You're like, you're like. Yeah, okay, I'm just going to try it out maybe one year. Then all of a sudden, all of Fort McMurray, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, well, and you have, like, no perspective on anything either, right? So to, to see just how big it was, like, I didn't know, like, I knew it was a big fire because everyone said it was a big fire, but you don't know what almost 600,000 hectares looks like. That's a hell of an impression, too, because, geez, my first impression was uh, being on a reserve, and all we got was, like, a 2.4 hectare, and I was like, oh, is this how the job's going to be? Well, now we're down in Calgary, and point zero zero one is the campfire there, or is it? Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no BH. It's, it's either Oscar Charlie or EX. Yeah. Is the campfire burning, or did you guys put it out? Yeah. <laughs> Would you put your paycheck on it? Yeah. <laughs> is it out? That's a good one. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. We always had the expression, is, uh, do you think it's out? Would you put your dick in it? Yeah. yeah. We had to, uh, had to modify it for some of our other uh, crew members. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know. We definitely, we definitely had to, you know, put the whole national anthem gender neutral on it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, it's like, if it was cold, I'm like, no, I wouldn't put it in there. It's too cold. Duh. It's like a little bit warm. It's like, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I want to warm up. <laughs> yeah, and just to give everyone kind of a mental picture of a hectare, um, it's usually like the size of a lease site. So if you know your oil and gas, it's at least site size. But we got people from Japan and lower, you know, or southern Ontario who don't even know what uh, what a lease site is. I imagine so, so. It's like 100, 100 meters by hundred meters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially, yeah. That's yeah. essentially so. the definition of a hectare: hundred meters by hundred. That is exactly it. Because we're smart with the metrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like uh, eight eight eighty two point seven six yards by eighty two point seven six yards. Yeah. Or well, two point four seven acres. Because, well, yeah. <laughs> what was it? What was it? The other guy was saying. He's like, yeah, and half of it is fifty by fifty. And you're like, I don't think no, that's no, that's not how math works. <laughs> <laughs> that's half a hectare. <laughs> you know, I I know math is in my strong suit, but uh, that's not how it works. It's not not quite. No. Oh man, I don't even know if that works either. So uh, Tyler, where are you from originally? Oh, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, got off guard here. Oh shit, we're just talking about fire all of a sudden. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I uh, wasn't prepared for this. Uh, let me read my script. I am from Sick Sick God Nation, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> Say a little bit more, a bit more fluid if you could. Oh no, I'm, uh, I'm from Sick Sick God Nation. It's just uh, 60 kilometers to the east of uh, Calgary, just on the number one highway. Uh, I've been born and raised there. I was actually, oh, I was born in the town of Strathmore, Strathmore Hospital there, and then, yeah, pretty much raised all throughout the Sick Sick God Nation. Uh, I went to school there ever since the eighth grade, and then the ninth grade, I decided uh, just to pop out and head over to the local public school in Galician, Alberta. So I did my ninth ninth year there and then throughout the throughout high school I ended up going to Strathmore High School there and graduated in 2012. A little after that, did a little did a couple semesters here here and there, especially at the local college in Sixiga. Mm. And then uh, a couple semesters here out in um, a couple semesters here out in uh, Mount Royal University in Calgary. Mm. Um, first semester, uh, yeah, first semester didn't really go as well as as well as I planned, and but you know that's, that's everyone's how, case, that's right? That's how it goes, man. Like <laughs> that's just how everyone. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, "Man, my first semester of university was great." I really enjoyed it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be amazing, but this fucking sucks. I actually had to work. It's nothing like all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Watch yeah. Van Wilder. It's like this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But if it wasn't for that first, if it wasn't for that first uh, semester to like 
you know, I kind of like uh, not do too as well as I wanted to. I mm. would have never like probably joined Hack. Yeah. I mean, it was because of that. Then I started like, looking <coughs> around. Then I went to this. I went to the Chinook Center or Chinook area in Calgary, the Aboriginal Futures Department, mm. and they had the whole they had the whole uh, job application for Hell Attack. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell is this kind of thing? <laughs> what the hell is Hell Attack? Yeah. <laughs> so after that, gave it a go and went through the whole process, fitness test. You know, and it was. Yeah, it was one of those, like, all right, it's do or die kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet, man. And, uh, Yanko, how, uh, you grew up in uh, Blairmore area, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, or right in Blairmore. Right in Blairmore. Well, it's a community of five uh, communities, right? Yeah, there's uh, Coleman, Blairmore, Frank, Hillcrest, and Bellevue. Right, right. Uh, it's called the municipality, the Curls Must Pass. I love how, like, when you, po- you, like, you cross one road, and then all of a sudden you're in the next place. So yeah, it's like, you cross the highway. You, you, go, you go to the, the 7-Eleven, you're one place, and you go to the SO, and you're in another place. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're right beside uh, each other. Well, and, and now it's like all everything's all amalgamated. Mm-hmm. But before, like when my parents were growing up, because uh, well, my mom's from the Crowsons Pass, so there was like huge rivalries between like Coleman and Blairmore, and like of Coleman was like the dirty place. Like, if you were from Coleman, <laughs> like, it was the slum of the Crowsons Pass. It still is. Yeah. But, yeah, and uh, <laughs> still is. <laughs> well, for Shout out to Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You can tell I'm from Blairmore. <laughs> <laughs> you just look out there. You look across the hill. What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing over there? <laughs> Dirty Coleman people. I hope you don't have any Coleman listeners. <laughs> I don't even doubt that'd be quite. The, and if uh, you do, right on. You're listening to podcast. Well, now, now that we're going through Yanko here, we're, he's going to send it to all his friends, and then before you know it, boom. Yeah, his place is. Uh, we're going to go viral. Yeah. yeah. And if you do, you're listening to podcast. You're on a great start. So yeah. Keep going, man. Keep going. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Yeah. How did you become a uh, entertainment personality, Morgan? At one export and high level. <laughs> really got Just me. bashing the neighboring community where I grew up. Yeah. Fuck Coleman. It it's, all... it's just like Dog River, you know, in Quarter Gas. Wolverton. Spit on the floor. I think we all have a little like, metaphorically art. I think we all have places like that for us. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, I always meant the comparison. It's just like, um, I was just talking to Crystal, uh, the camp boss. She's like, yeah, it's kind of so funny. Like, you know, we're, we're all the same people, like, you know, talking about a certain group. And this is like, why do we always, like, you know, get in fights with each other? I'm like, well, yeah, it's just like the world. You know, it's like Canada versus Russia, like in hockey. It's like, ah, everyone, Canada together. And then they go in Canada and it's like Quebec against, you know, Anglophones. And it's like, ah. And then you can go like further in where it's just like Western Canada against Eastern Canada or, or you know, uh, Ontario in a sense, in political scheme. And then you even go further in. And then this is like British Columbia. And then it's just like, and then it's like people from, you know, lower mainland hate the rest of the people. And then you go even to Vancouver and then, you know, just because they're on the other side of the bridge or the river, then they hate each other there too. It's, it's, it's or like in Alberta with with Calgary and uh, Calgary and Edmonton. Then you go further into Edmonton or Calgary and then people hate in those areas. And then you go in those areas and it's like, oh, that fucking road over there. Or you're from the Northeast. Isn't that weird with cultures? So do you guys have running water up there? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, man, I'm in a city. Come on. (laughs) You're the same plan as you do. How do you, really? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you grew up in Blairmore. Um, But your your family knows a few of the guys at the ranger station in Blairmore, right? Yeah. Is is that how you got into it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I guess, like, growing up, one of my... uh, We used to have, like, a junior A hockey team back in. And growing up, like, my boyhood idol, uh, Gary Louine was the guy's name. And and, uh, he, after his junior career, and, and he played university and stuff, and... After that, he was doing hack for a while. Oh, yeah? I thought he was like, oh, like, that's really cool, but I didn't know what it was. And then, 
yeah, my family knew some of the Rangers down in the past, so uh, after I graduated high school and I was looking for a summer job, he's like, hey, like, you should put your application in. Mm. And uh, I was like, okay, like, didn't know a lot about it, but he told me it was like, a really good summer paying job, so I was like, oh, that's that's good. And then, and then yeah, the rest is the rest is kind of history after that. I, uh, you know, did the fitness test and then I actually applied to get down to Calgary, but uh, that didn't work out my first season. It I, never uh, does. <laughs> oh, no. no. It, uh, you don't understand kind of the, the inner workings of the, the system at the time. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, man, Calgary would be sweet. But you don't realize that Calgary is, like, incredibly hard to get down to. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I ended up getting taken on as, like, a, a pipsy pick. So that's kind of like when the, the fire center in Edmonton says, come to Hinton, we'll, we'll have a spot for you somewhere we don't know yet. Yeah. And Your TBA. Kind of, yeah, to, yeah. yeah, TBA. To be determined. And then, yeah. To, to be announced, sorry, not to be determined. <laughs> yeah. To be little, uh, uh, determined. A little <laughs> dys- dyslexic right there. Not dyslexic, <laughs> I just think of dyslexic. the wrong word. <laughs> a little If I was dyslexic, dyslexic with TBA, it'd be like, oh, ATB. ATB. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, no. Tom Cruise is dyslexic. I'm okay? surprised there's an ATB here. Yeah, yeah. yeah there is. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're yeah, on that subject, now yeah. we're on finance here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, tell us about banking. <laughs> banking, loans, I keep all my stuff in the walls, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. <laughs> in the coffee can buried in the yard. Like, yeah. Just like in Stand By Me when Verno he puts all his jars of pennies right underneath the deck and he can't find it because his mom threw out the map. Oh, man. <laughs> Verno. Brings me up to a story of this. Uh, brings me up to a story of this one uh, Chinese, uh, yeah, this Chinese store out in the local town. What was it? I guess um, my grandpa used to always tell me all these, all these like wild stories. I never know where they come from. I never mm-hmm. know why he would like declare these stories, but they always seem to have like some weird meaning behind them. And it's like, I totally get it. I I totally understand. I would definitely say this. I would definitely pass this story on. Um, there's one where he's like saying like, there's a. Yeah, you know, it's just a, if I should say, uh, it's just like a Chinaman. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll accept that, I guess. <laughs> the oriental person. I was not going to chi- go there. Person from China. <laughs> yeah. This male person from China. Chinese. Anyways. Yes. So I guess he didn't like banks as, at all. Like he didn't trust. He owned a, he owned a restaurant all his life. He, and then he didn't like banks whatsoever. And family business went on for years it was pretty it was pretty uh, popular back in Galician you know you couldn't really get around too much and everyone would always go across the tracks and get it going right um so yeah like the in that story I guess like over the years went by he would never associate anything with with the with the bank whatsoever and then all of a sudden he he passed on like years down the line and his son took up the family business and started like you know getting things going and after that, I guess later in I guess later in life here, um, I guess he's the son's like middle age. They're renovating his old man's old place, and then all of a sudden they break the walls, and before you know, like just like stacks and stacks of bills, like all of his finance were in the walls. He's like, and this is years after the old man dies, and yeah. they're like, holy crap! And then it was just one of those like little infamous, not infamous, but like you know, one of those stories you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where My oh. grandfather would tell us about like, all those tales. Crap. That'd be all right. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a way to get your inheritance. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, what? Just, just renovate your house. Yeah, what baffles <laughs> me is like the son never like, like he never like questioned where'd all this money go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dad, why are we poor? <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were doing good. It's yeah. like ten people every hour. <laughs> yeah. Just insulating the house with, you know, 
Money. Yeah, it has to have a good R value on it, right? Yeah. It's be warm. <laughs> it's dense. It's a good way to insulate your house. Not sure if the fire inspector would approve of that, but... Oh, fire inspector. <laughs> what do they know, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do fire people know? No, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> uh, Yanko, what did you take in school? Uh, so, I took two years of economics at the U of A. Oh, so you're the guy to talk about finances. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Notice two of four did not complete. No, yeah. I uh, I took two years of economics, and I loved it. Like I thought it was pretty great stuff. Mm. Um, definitely, I think everyone should take like at least a junior level economics course. To, yeah. Like, just kind of get like wrap your hat, head wrap, around, yeah. you know, and understand basics. like you know when governments make like some policies, like this is kind of like why they do it. But uh, yeah, so I did that, and then I just kind of started looking down the line at my like job potential in the future and. I wasn't too thrilled with that, like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to be sitting at a desk forever, and and so uh, in January, I made the switch, and now I'm studying to be a paramedic. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I've got so. a few friends that actually do that. Yeah. yeah. One of the sub-leaders here, Blake Hayes, he uh, wanted to go study to become a paramedic now, and he's just coming back to make some money. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited, actually. Um, it was kind of against my uh, parents' best wishes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my dad's a paramedic, so and he's been doing oh, that for yeah. thirty five years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I can understand his uh, concern. Yeah, well, it was more my mom's concern than my dad's. You know, like talking to uh, talking to my dad about it, and this is kind of like before I'd made up my mind. I was just talking to him, and mm-hmm. you know, like dad, like tell me about because to do it, you got to do your EMR, your EMT, then your EMTP. So mm-hmm. it's like three courses, and. I was talking to my dad about doing my EMT course, and he's like, fuck, like, you don't want to be an EMT, do you? I'm like, no, no, I don't. He's like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about becoming a paramedic. He's like, took a puff of his smoke, and he's like, yeah, he's like, you'd be a good paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, you know, kind of one of those times when you get, like, a vote of confidence from someone like that? I'm like, yeah, like, I could see you doing that. I never got that from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Right, every, no, totally, that, man, yeah, totally. You know, yeah, when you kind of yeah. get that vote of confidence. Just, just short and sweet. Yeah. yeah. Someone you admire. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. That's my dad, too. And your mom's like, what? No! Yeah, well, my mom was pretty upset when I told her. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess it's kind of a generational thing where, where my mom comes from a generation where it's like, you know, to do good in life, you got to get a degree and then get a good job. And mm. I think in a lot of ways, and especially in Alberta, we've kind of learn that you can make money and make a good life without a degree you know yeah. like with the trades and you know with look at me <laughs> oh, yeah totally exactly I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the host of a podcast show. i mean yeah <laughs> not taking any anything away from the value of a degree but no i i completely agree with you know, actually i just recorded a little bit with somebody else i think i think we recorded and i was saying no, no i was just having a conversation with somebody i wish i would have recorded that but yeah no i completely agree with that um you know hard work and ingenuity you know you can really make your make a name for yourself yeah, yeah i mean I, I i firmly believe it's all about passion too you know? yeah you know if you if you have a goal there's nothing stopping you only yourself pretty much it actually really bothers me that there's so many employers that really do look for that degree right off the bat yeah. they're like no you don't have a degree we can't really help you out mm. and they won't even look at you but you know, you have years of you know supervision experience and um, you know, government job, something like that. I'm like, nope. No, yeah, like, but they probably have like cold suppers every day, though. That's what yeah, I, those, those people. <laughs> those yeah. people come home late. You know, child's already like in the room playing around, and you know, 
doesn't doesn't get like greeted by the dog. Yeah. He just comes in, checks out highlights. Yeah. <laughs> Tabletop dinner. <laughs> on the seat. Sorry. And I think like social media too has a huge influence on that because I was listening to a. Uh, do you know who uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is? No. So he uh, he is a really good podcast. Uh, and he runs like a digital marketing company out of New York. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's, I think it's the Gary V Show. Okay. Uh, and he's like one of the guys like I, I listen to a lot. And him and uh, have you heard of Andy Frisella? Nope. <laughs> so he's got a really good podcast. Podcast. It's called the MF CEO. Okay. And those two guys, they talk a lot about. Uh, Is that motherfucking CEO? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and uh, their podcast, they talk a lot about how when they hire for their businesses, and these guys have built like multi, you know, hundred million dollar empires each mm-hmm. of them. How when they look at people, it's you know, in some aspects, like you have to have a degree and you have to have the credentials, but it's like, what's your influence on social media? Like, how many people can you reach out to? Yeah. Like, especially if you're in sales or in marketing, yeah, totally. it's like totally. You know, a guy that has a degree that can reach out to a hundred people, or a guy that doesn't have a degree but he can reach out to a thousand people, or, yeah. or you know. So, no, no, definitely, definitely. And they, they definitely never thought up. about that way. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I guess we just have different tools in our toolbox now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in saying that, like you still have to be educated on something. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's 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 formal or informal, I think that you know there, mm-hmm. there's value there, but you can't put all. And you, and you can't think of yourself as like superior, like oh, I have a degree, but yeah, you have a, a biology degree and anthropology. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't get a job with it. You yeah, know? not taking. You could teach away. other anthropologists though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. go to a PhD just, and become a professor. I just think about you know Archer with the whole thing. <laughs> what do you study? Anthropology. Do uh, <laughs> <to> what? <laughs> study to teach other anthropologists. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you studied at uh, U of A, University of Alberta. Correct? Yeah, U of yeah. A. So I did two years there. And uh, how, did you win? Did you win the dodgeball championship at all? I didn't. know we were in the you playoffs. Loser. It's all right. One of our uh, <laughs> one of our big throwers broke his arm. Oh, that's so. Uh, yeah, we were down a man, and it's uh, the way she goes. You're, you're, so yeah, break his arm training or no. break his arm during mid game. Yeah, he <laughs> did. He went to go. Th- he threw the ball, and he had a spiral fracture. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Holy crap. Here I was thinking it was like he broke his arm by being with too many ladies from, you know, being such a hot dodgeball player. Yeah. No. <laughs> could have. Like, he could have. He could have yeah. sold it. I mean, but, uh, yeah. And it was, so wow. he was in engineering. And he ended up having to take the rest of that year off. Yeah, this yeah, happened yeah. in, like, January, like, right when we came back to school. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, yeah, he was in the hospital for a little bit, and he had to get surgery and then, then took the rest of the year off. So he's back there now, but it's no it pretty wild. and. It's like a pretty common injury. Like there was actually a, I bet. Yeah, that or dislocated shoulder or maybe tennis elbow or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there was a medical study mm-hmm. done uh, by some doctors in Edmonton, I think, on <laughs> dodgeball. I wouldn't be surprised, injuries. man. Would eight not years, be surprised. Eight years of studying and now you're studying like clients <laughs> who break your arms during dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> dodgeball, yeah. But no, it's uh, the Lister Dodgeball League is incredible. It's uh, For those of you who don't know, at the U of A, there's like uh, four... I guess main residence towers in Lister Center, and uh, like each tower, mm-hmm. there's like ten floors. Each floor has their own team, and there's a league. So there's like sixty something teams, or <laughs> give or take. And uh, yeah, like it gets there's like different divisions that you kind of get seated in. And I was in the competitive division, and uh, I'm not too happy to say, but that uh, that definitely brought out the inner competitive asshole in me. <laughs> like, you know, I'm one of those guys where it's like all or nothing. Like, yeah. 
that whole recreational oh, I, sports oh, I know. thing is. I'm going to have to look into that if I ever go to U of A because that's, <laughs> that's actually one of the goals when I get into engineering. We'll study oh, yeah. uh, mechanical engineering at U of A. Nice. That's the place to do it, man. Like Yeah, yeah. I hear a lot of great feedback about it. It's, it's cool. hard, though. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I, I understand. Like, it's very competitive going out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, either, yeah. it's either that or uh, psychology or... <clears throat> Anthropology. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anthropologist. That's a, it's an amazing it's lot of work. Profession, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. All firefighters love anthropology, huh? don't you? Don't you guys like look around when you're, you know, when you're cold trailing? <laughs> uh, when you're talking about uh, paramedics and um, yeah, your 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 mom and your dad aren't really supporting that kind of fully, and like, your dad was one. Uh, my dad was a teacher and, okay. I, and when I was young I wanted to be either RCMP or a teacher and my dad's like you become a teacher you're out of the will <laughs> I'm like oh I, I really want to be a history teacher or uh, social studies or something like that and right. I was like oh well guess I won't do that now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think he was just joking but uh, I don't know I think it would have been alright time, time that's for sure I and then if my dad was a cop he probably told me not to become a cop well, and I think it is what it is, is you spend so much time in any any profession you start to see the the dark side of it, mm-hmm. you know, and the things you're like you don't like about it, and and then you know you kind of you know you spend thirty years, and I don't want to say you become jaded, but it just it just kind of you know that's how it works, and you always want better for your kids than what you have for yourself, I think, mm-hmm. right? So that was it. But he's uh he's kind of really came around to the idea now, and yeah, uh, when I was at, on days off, I was staying there, and he comes in the living room like. Just carrying this thick stack of textbooks. Like, there must have been five or six medical textbooks in there. He plops them down on the table. And he says, uh, he says, get reading, kid. You got some big shoes to fill. <laughs> your, dad sounds, your dad sounds cocky. <laughs> oh, no, oh, but I, uh, He's one of the old guys there, eh? No, his dad's a beauty. His beauty, eh? Yeah. yeah. Genuine, yeah. genuine beautician? Yeah, just a uh, yeah, genuine beautician. Went to school for that. <laughs> And, no. uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I know, it's, uh, it's just pretty funny, and my mom just kind of, she was sitting there and just shook her head. Yeah. What does your mom do? Uh, my mom's a safety officer. She works for Imperial Oil. Oh, wow. Up in Fort McMurray, so... Your house uh, is very safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it, but... <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, that's pretty good. She's been doing that for, uh... She used to be, a like, a preschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, just the economy, kind of 2008... Yep. You know, layoffs and stuff, and then, yeah. uh, was, you know, things progressed, and they started opening this new mine, and there was a huge, uh, huge push for hiring women up there, and mm-hmm. my mom's like, oh, like, I'll throw my name in, like, I don't know if I'll, uh, I'll get hired, like, it's a long shot, and then seven or eight years she's been up there now, so yeah. it's pretty cool. That's all right, man. There's a, there's a lot of that back home, like, I think you either, you either work in the coal mine or you work in the oil sands. Yeah, so. definitely. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, that's good. And your family, uh, you guys are ranchers, aren't you? Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking to Tyler now. You, I'm looking at him, but you listeners cannot see that I'm looking at him. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Fourth generation, fourth generation uh, rancher. Fourth uh, generation. Yeah, fourth generation now. So <laughs> are you, you this Dexic too? <laughs> <laughs> rancher, fourth generation. <laughs> uh, what do you guys ranch? Uh, we usually... Well, we usually raise um, black Angus cows. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing it for, oh, geez, I don't even know the dates. I just know I'm just a fourth generation. Um, <laughs> it all it all started. What, what, what time is it on your watch now? 
And uh, it's uh, fourth generation, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, seven, two, eight. Yeah, yeah, it's around there. <laughs> Don't want to go overboard on it. Um, yeah, no, my great-grandfather, uh, Adam Solway, he, he um, was, I wouldn't say migrating, but he was uh, traveling all the way from, uh, well, him and his family at the time were traveling from uh, Browning, Montana, up to a uh, Saddle Lake area. No kidding. And then I think they, and by the way, this I haven't heard this story in, I haven't heard this story in about oh, three shit. years, so I might be a little off on the details if you know if I have family listening. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. They'll forgive you and they'll tell you the story when you but, go back home next time. But I'm gonna paraphrase the hell out of this. Yes, sir. That's how we do it on podcasts. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, my great, my great, great grandfather, who I can't remember his name, but he had he had a son named Adam, which is my great grandfather. Anyways, um, so they travel all the way from Browning, Montana, going all the way to Saddle Lake. All the way up north in mid Alberta, mm-hmm. uh, and I think throughout the throughout the travel, they uh, winter struck, so they ended up like just establishing camp near the Blackfoot Crossing in uh, Sixga. So then, as that happened, um, winters came, and unfortunately, uh, Adam's parents both were struck with uh, tuberculosis at the time. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah that was so, a thing back then. Yeah, yeah, it was a really big deal back then. So um, uh, they both. Uh, uh, both passed away, and then Adam and his siblings then became uh, orphans on Sixaga. And later in later in the years, uh, they ended up going to school out in out in Sixaga. Ended up just I guess you know kind of like establishing establishing mm-hmm. their life there. Um, I forget what happened to Adam's siblings. I think two of them stuck around, but his older brother ended up like going back down to um, back down to Browning. Mm. And not really too sure on the story there, but. Yeah, so like growing up, Adam was uh, he went to school there, and then he ended up like uh, ended up like starting up like his own kind of ranch, mm-hmm. ranch kind of lifestyle, you know. And he basically had a one track mind there. Um, then from then on, he started, he made a family, you know, had a family there. Yeah. Um, his oldest being my my grandfather uh, Melvin Solway, and him he's been, and then him he started like just like you know taking the reins on like you know starting a ranch establishment going around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up like staying to where where they're located right now. Later in the years, uh, he ends up having uh, eight children, um, about six girls, and then wow. two boys, and one being my father, and then my uncle as well. And just ever since then, we've just been farming and ranching ever That's since. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and then fourth generation, they're looking to they're looking to pass that kind of lifestyle down to us. So, you know. We'll, just the random weekends throughout high school, I'd, I'd go down and I'd, I'd try to learn as, I'd try taking as much information as I can as I know about like ranching and such. Um, and then a little after that, as we got older, we kind of just, I wouldn't say we, wouldn't say it was, um, I wouldn't say like we got away from the ranch. We just kept it a little less consistent because you know, mm-hmm. like, my grandfather definitely, definitely uh, wanted us to like go out there, you know, get an education and then, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, up to us too, if we want to come back and such. Mm-hmm. So basically all of my first cousins, especially my siblings are, you know, all went to school, you know, and now they're all like, you know, they're getting nice and established as well. And then I joined fires. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Throw a wrench in the gears. Yeah. Uh, How much land do you guys have? I mean, acres. Uh, I'm not too. Now we're going from hectares to acres now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Stupid fires. How many yards? How, how many cow skins? Yeah, what's uh, what's your sections looking like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not too sure on the details there because it's pretty much 
how I always looked at it too is that we just pretty much just like started fencing off areas of where we want to cross the line. <laughs> that's what, yeah, like, that's kind of what happened when uh, we came to Canada. <laughs> we, this is ours. No, no, we've been living here for years. Do you have a flag? <laughs> no, we've what? been here for generations and what? generations. We came across the, the Bering Strait. Yeah. First of no all, flag, what's... no country. Those are other rules that we made up just now. <laughs> First off, what's a flag? Secondly, what, what the hell are borders? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I was, mean... my, my quote there for jokes was coming from Eddie Izzard. He's a pretty funny guy. I'm not sure if you ever heard stand-up before. No, I haven't. Oh, I'll have to no, show no. you guys. He's, he's pretty genius. A lot of his stuff should be thrown into, like, textbooks or, like, social studies classes, like, <laughs> sum, to sum up World War II and everything. I'll show it to you later. It's great. Definitely gotta see those. But, yeah, yeah, so, and you also do uh, horses as well. You, you can ride with the best of them, eh? Ah, uh, well, it's it's weird, too, because, like, every now and then when I go back home, it's like I'm basically starting from scratch again. Just, really? Because, look, consistency is definitely, like, becoming an issue, especially with work. Like, I haven't had... Fair enough. Like, growing up, like, I had a lot of times, like, Helping out, you know, breaking colts, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, feeding cows and such. Yeah. But I was like, the summers go on. Like, we have like long shifts. We have, you know, yeah. 15 and six days, or like, or like, we'd even have like the odd like 18 days and three days off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a lot of time for me to like just like go back and like go from one kind of working lifestyle to another working lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, like at the same time, you know, I'm no saint. I like to go out and especially in Calgary. No, no, I'm yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah, you know, I've meet up with some buddies, you know, after a long shift, you're like, yeah, you know, let's have a night out. Oh. Celebrate, celebrate all the fires we got up in high level. Yeah. <laughs> you're Beers, you're yeah. basically in the whole treat yourself mentality. So it's Reminisce like, over a birthday cake lager at uh, the Cold Beverage Garden Company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that birthday cake, I thought it was the other one. Oh, I was like terrible. I was like, oh, I'll try it again. And then here, I give it a go. Yeah, this, these, are, these are the drinks. We go and try them. Like, oh, God, it was, it was not the drink. No. I think it was the Saskatoon say it was the one you ordered. Saskatoon saison? Yeah, that's you have to say it like saison. Not saison. Saskatoon saison. <laughs> so so birthday cake lager. Yeah, it wasn't very yeah, good. It's like vanilla cake with uh, sprinkles on it. From oh, Cold kind of Garden? No yeah. what I'd want. Yeah. Well they're five dollar pints, so whatever. Why but um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. That's they they didn't really have a whole lot of like easygoing low uh, low alcohol beers because I was driving, so I only wanted to have two and then go. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there was <laughs> that was your option. But like I think it was like four point eight percent. I'm like, well, I guess I'll have this birthday cake lager, and then I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh god, wasn't that such? Just a nice give me water. Wasn't that oh, such it's a such a cool brewery. brewery. Nice, cool like hangout area. They have like. They have like old bus seats. Oh, really? Yeah, and then like all the furniture from like every grandparent that you've ever met. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Calgary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. uh, not too far away for, from, um, uh, what's it called there? Uh, the Ironwood. Yeah, it was right off Englewood. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Not yeah. a bad little area. We'll have to go there sometime. Yeah, I definitely just started getting uh, to drinking beers. Oh, well, well, we can talk for hours on another podcast about Sounds that. Sounds good. <laughs> that. Yeah, dude. Well, but let's have the like the the, the, the listeners kind of like compare like us just you know during work and then us like just like you know hammered. yeah <laughs> oh that that'd be like an R rated podcast yeah this is with the uniforms that, off guys yeah, yeah. so for five ninety nine subscribe <laughs> to our premium yeah. <laughs> that's how we really make the money for the off season <laughs> or that's yeah. how we make money in the off season <laughs> those long cold winters really get you <laughs> go on EI or just sell yourself a little bit. <laughs> Go Pogi Beach. I'm just saying, hey, you know. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to uh, mention there, um, 
uh, yeah, because like, when I was down in Viremore area uh, a few years ago, it was a response officer. I think it was 2011. And man, I fell in love with that area. Like yeah. it's gorgeous, Porcupine Hills, uh, going up the, the Skagway. Mm. Um, it, it's really cool, really, really cool. Um, the Skyline trails as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Skagway. Is that right? No, Skagway somewhere else. Never mind. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be up here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no it's BC, I think. <laughs> like the Skyline, maybe. Yeah, Skyline, Skyline Road. That's yeah. actually yeah. where yeah. we got. And the Forestry Trunk Road too. Yeah, that's, Forestry Trunk. That's a hell of a drive. And there's the one part. I forget what it's called. Uh, but you're coming up like on the Forestry Trunk Road yeah. and north of the Gap, and then you start going down. Yeah. Like pretty steep, and then you hit the highway. Man, you get one hell of a view. Absolutely I if phenomenal. That's, uh, Indian mm, Graves. I think so. That's right next to a uh, Hellstone. Indigenous Graves. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we sorry. like to say uh, First Nations graves now. <laughs> my, my apologies. Trudeau said indigenous. We can only say that now. I'm just saying what the sign says, all right? <laughs> we prefer uh, Indian people's graves. <laughs> Gotta throw the... <laughs> can't, can't, can't focus on the gender either. Um, yeah, I'll just show you. I got some really nice uh, pictures from when I was my time down there. Was, yeah. Oh, man, just you gorgeous. You do get a beautiful view. That's a really uh, nice area. Like if there's like a thunderstorm just came through, mm -hmm. cause you Rolling just get the foothills. Yeah, and you can see kind of like the dark on the horizon. Oh yep. man, it's so beautiful through there. Totally, totally. Oh God, I love patrols down. I love patrols down south. Yes like, sir. Especially like, I don't know if this, this is going to be forestry talk now, but like, especially when you're doing like, um, it's not, I think it's Delta right when you pass by like, right when you pass by um, Hailstone. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going all the way down and this is where it gets boring for the viewers. <laughs> you're but going through the mountains is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Certain sections of the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. And no, like those especially after In a when it's raining. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> after it's raining, especially when or when you're going through like like uh, India through Waterton. Oh yeah. Oh, that's such a nice patrol. Yeah. Oh, Waterton. Frick. I went down there um, in the wintertime for an interview. Mm -hmm. uh, funny story, so I was driving down from Airdrie to go to Waterton for an interview with Parks Canada for a fire crew member job. Yeah. And I had everything laid out. I had a list on my phone of what I needed to grab and all that kind of stuff. Um, I forget my suit. Oh no. And I'm wearing a brewery shirt and jeans. Oh my. I uh, thank God that I knew that there was a, a Walmart in Pitcher Creek. Yeah. Pulled in there, bought myself a dress shirt, a tie, dress pants, <laughs> and threw all that on. Uh, th this is the funny thing is I remember my dress socks and my dress shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so, the important part. Exactly. <laughs> so I got all that, threw it on. I was going to return it, but I'm like, yeah, I kind of need another dress shirt and dress and tie and dress pants. So I'll just keep all that. Just go for your interview. With the but yeah. Yo, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty nerve wracking. And I made it still with like 20 minutes to spare. So I was like, Whew. pretty oh. close, but I didn't get the job. So I like to hire within, I guess. Well, at least you didn't get the job for the wrong reason. Exactly. <laughs> well, just show up with a brewery t-shirt on. It was like, I like that. Yeah. You got the job. He, he looks at you and just goes, nice. You've got <laughs> balls. I like balls. <laughs> I love your balls. Nice. Nice. <laughs> High five. Um, well, nice. Being a, being a single resource now for you, like, don't, doesn't it mean like you'd have like better chances of going like, like being exported down to Calgary? If yeah, definitely. Like? Definitely. Um, so yeah, listeners, you've got life update. Um, the girlfriend and I broke up, <laughs> so I moved out of uh, Invermere, back up to northern Alberta for a job, and I'm now currently a man-up supervisor, so what that means is I look after fire attack crews, so eight-man crews from um, uh, the, the reservations in the area, and yeah, we work with the, those guys, and we work with uh, hell attack crews and everything, we do sustained action, so after the initial attack guys initially fight the fire, they pass it over to the sustained action guys, and then we do the mop-up and containment and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's my job now. 
Uh, I get more pay. I get a yellow. Uh, sorry, I get a white hard hat, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Uh, Ugamau is what the Cree say for uh, big boss man. So I'm learning a little bit of Cree. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, so I'm a single resource. I only need to do the two mile walk for my fitness test, but I just chose to do the hack fitness test just so that even makes me a bit more appealing for an export. And the great thing about uh, these exports is that not only could I just go around Alberta, I could go to BC, Yukon, the States as well. Yeah, wherever sweet. you need So it. yeah, awesome. we'll see, we'll see. But with me doing the Helitech fitness test is uh, I could always be thrown onto a crew if, in case there's an injury or um, something happens or whatever. Oh, so, that's great. And I've got my passport, so I'm able to go as well. What's a passport? What's a passport? Yeah. <laughs> the Blackfoot doesn't need one. Yeah, I got status cards. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's the you guys got it so easy, you know. <laughs> yeah, Actually, $8 cigars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm going to the gas station quick to go get That's why Chubbs wants to really hang out with you again. <laughs> Him with his chew. My goodness. You'll have to, that's what you should do. Chubbs is into the chew. Oh, man. Huge. He's oh, like, just tinning away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chew and, uh, yeah, exactly. Chew and, uh, and cigars. He likes that too. So. He doesn't strike me that. No, no, big time. He, he's an old soul in that way. Um, his, uh, I think it's his mom's side is mm -hmm. from uh, Newfoundland originally. Okay, yeah. And so he's right into that and being a firefighter. And he was also structural firefighting as well, or he still is. I believe he's a captain. Um, in Kitchener-Waterloo. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. like Colton. He, yeah. he doesn't want to smoke too much, so he just does the dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which Typical firefighter. Worse. I don't know either. Destroy your lungs or rot out your jaw. You know, it's really funny. I see a lot of, like, ex-military guys when they come to firefighting, they do really hard on the chew. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. of your smoke and you're giving away your position. Yeah, that's, uh, that's funny. I, uh, I did basic training, so right out of high school, my plan was to go in the, uh, in the military, I wanted to go into the special forces. And we gotta pause this for a second. Okay, we're back. Sorry, just got we a just, phone call. We just traveled through time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're all five minutes older than the rest of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot's happened in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy, man. I got a second little, uh, little chin hair Man, now. your yeah. facial hair is, is far, few and far between, man. <laughs> so so bad. This this is uh 23 years of unshaved. This is uh, 23 years I'm not shaving. Well done, well done. Maybe you should shave and then it'll come back thicker. That's the rumor, isn't it? Yeah, like I wake up they and keep I'm like, holy crap, look at the <laughs> I Look at your sideburns there. There's one just sticking out oh, right yeah. good. Is it sticking out good? Oh good yeah. Oh, 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 it just... Oh, never mind. Oh, it's probably oh, a pube. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't stuck there very good at all. How did it get all the way there? <laughs> <laughs> Is there something you need to tell us? <laughs> tell you after if you subscribe. <laughs> okay, what were we talking about? We were talking about smoke slippers. Was, 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 was I telling a story? No, I was. Uh, I was talking oh. about. Uh, we were talking about the uh, the military guys. Yes. Yes, yeah, go so ahead. anyways, yeah, we were in the field one night in basic training. One of my sergeants was a huge beauty, and he's like, hey, troops, come here. So we all, like, come around. He's like, I need you to see something. Anybody have a smoke? So we're like, yeah. He's like, give me your smokes. So he grabs the smoke, lights one up, takes a big puff on it, gets it almost down, and we're kind of like, what's going on? He's like, now you see this? You can just see, like, you know, a little cherry there. It's burned. He's like, if you can see it, the enemy can see it. So he stomps it out. Reaches in his pocket, grabs a tin of coke. He's like, "Hope you boys brought your chew." <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember hearing a couple of military stories from an old buddy of mine. He was telling me this one time where they're doing like night operations and such, and then all of a sudden the uh, commanding 
and an officer comes in and says, all right, who likes vanilla ice cream? And then one guy would like lift his hand up and then be like, all right, you're cleaning up tonight. <laughs> and like go through all that and just like, so like, and then like one, there's one night, like later in the week, they like catch on. And then the same guy would come back and says like, all right, who likes Kentucky fried chicken? And then nobody like, uh, no one, no one. And then like, nobody? No one likes Kentucky Fried Chicken? And I shit you not, he ends up like bringing out a huge bucket and eating <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken to himself. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's like going, living what off are MREs. The chances? <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances? actually just been genuine that nobody did like KFC, man. So, yeah. so did he have a vanilla ice cream cone in his pocket the he last time? He probably did too. <laughs> Where do you store a vanilla ice cream cone? He's <laughs> one of those Nestle drumsticks or something. Yeah, exactly. A oh. Klondike bar. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? And you're like weeks under like MREs as well. Oh, oh God. Probably haven't took a shit in three weeks. Oh. Stuff is gross, man. <laughs> Hungarian goulash, pineapple pound cake. Mm. <laughs> the mm. pound cakes. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we, bread we, that's dense like cardboard, man. It's, oh. We see it up here every now and then, but we don't eat them like the, the American firefighters do all the time. Like, they, they're hard on that MRE shit. Yeah. Those well, they have better selections, though, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they're I'm not sure if you'd say better, but they have a wider variety, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's go <laughs> I don't know if those things are, like, if they can make them good. Would you like red shit or blue <laughs> shit, yellow shit, green shit? Yeah, and you have the ability to heat your shit up. Whatever yeah. messes my day up less. <laughs> it's like the lesser of two evils. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, those are pretty gross, but... Uh, speaking of which, where, where did uh, the nickname Chubbs come from? Oh. <laughs> Chalupa. That wasn't me. Uh, I didn't know Chubbs at that time. Um... Uh, well, we're going to talk to him. Uh, he wants to do a podcast with me at some point, so we'll talk about that there as well. But that was this summer of 2015. Uh, I was brewing in Jasper at the time. Yeah. And so that's when uh, Chubbs had his rookie year. And as far as I know, they were hanging around a uh, table, I think in Ford Vermillion. And it's just like, Chubbs was like, oh, I don't mind if a girl you know, has big curves or you know, is a little bit bigger, like whatever. And like he's a really small guy. And so the one guy, I think Spencer, he's just like, Oh, so that means you like fat chicks. And then it's just like, uh, and Spencer, you got to know him. And so Chubbs is like, yeah, yeah, I like fat chicks, whatever. So then they just started calling him Chubbs for that. <laughs> not because he's fat, not because, you know, he's, somebody th- thought that it's because he um, would get excited. What was oh. the thing? Oh. Get like, yeah. <laughs> like, like a half chub or something like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. no. All reasonable explanations. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what I have. Just a couple of days ago, when we just got here, yeah, like uh, ended up meeting up with the uh, ended up meeting up with the uh, Chubs, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, like formality, like come out to him, it's like hey, how's it going? And then just completely formal, just like hi, how's it going? I'm Zach. Yeah. I was like, uh, hey uh, man. Yeah, I was like, I'm Red Gun. <gasps> Red Gun, yeah. how you doing, man? <laughs> so funny. He's he's so awkward. He puts himself into so many r- ridiculous situations. Um, yeah. No. Fuck. Uh, so, uh, just like this, there's no myself, Redgun, uh, IKEA, and Chubbs all went to uh, leaders course together, and that was in 2016. Yeah, 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Tyler finished in A group fitness because uh, he ran 7K in like four minutes. <laughs> oh, let's go! Cool. It's 
four and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too little time to just tie your shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I couldn't believe it, but I finished in Bravo when IKEA. Well, Chubbs was dying of pneumonia, oh, but but yeah. IKEA and Cam finished in C. And I'm like, you guys are way fitter than I am. I thought I thought IKEA was in uh, Group A with us. Or nope, he was in C. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. right, right. Which is kind of a funny thing to do a long distance run to see who's you know fittest and least fittest. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know. It's the best way to, you know, determine who's, you know, fittest and the least fittest by running seven kilometers. <laughs> yeah, well, that seating run, it's just, it kind of differs just, like, who's a runner and who's not. Exactly. It's like, group C is obviously going to be the ones that, like, you know, lift, lift a lot of weights. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, are you saying I don't lift a lot of weights? I thought you were in... <laughs> I thought you were an endurance runner. <laughs> no, our group, uh, our group B, was. I think everyone kind of finished around the same. Uh, or like really excelled in certain in the same fields together like yeah. there was not like one guy that was like an obvious runner and there was not one guy that was like obvious power lifter or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah. so no just all just all great around like all around kind of people too as well like, yeah no it was a lot of fun you get, you get a few of those guys you just like wonder like why are you here <laughs> yeah there's always those guys man. oh man Man, leaders course was fun. That was a good time. Uh, I never went to members course because I did a response officer course. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they they just like why would we send you to you know so what's members that course? course. Like? What's that course? Response like? officer. Yeah. It's like even more slack than leaders. Like we'd just go for like a two k run and then like relax exercising because a lot of the response officers are like office staff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like what did you do? Like what did the actual course itself sort of? It was a very thing? condensed version between leaders and members. Okay. Yeah, super condensed. So it's just like not a whole lot <laughs> so would you say there's any reason to put someone who has their members certification and leader certification in the ro, RO coach De- depending if you know when the last time you did it was because mm-hmm. the time that i did the response officer to the time i did members was about three years right or that i didn't do members but i, I was a rookie it would have been three years so i probably would have requested to do a refresher okay and also just the experience and that you know you went through it and everything too um Right, so... Quick. Because there were a few people that were ripped off, or, or sorry, pissed off that uh, I didn't do members course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, amongst yeah. other hack, hack members and everything, too. So there wasn't that camaraderie. Well, because I've been up here for seven years before I went, even went to hack. Yeah. yeah. yeah so... Like, I've, I don't know, I just, like, you, you have such a background, like, up here that I just, like, just go with the default saying, like, yeah, yeah, it's five plus years. Yeah. <laughs> After that, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's infinity. Mm-hmm. Some infinities are larger than other infinities. Yeah, exactly. Some infinities are bigger than other infinities. Neil's Whoa. stressing. Uh, yeah, so when I, when I came back after my um, uh, two years of kind of essentially, essentially two years of being gone from fire, mm-hmm. uh, I requested to go to leaders course. One, because I wanted that course, and then two, to get a good refresher for firefighting, because I felt that would benefit me. And it has. So, uh, no, I completely agree. It was hell of a time to go and uh, you know we had to, we got to work with brian wog who's an awesome guy scott elliott Great he's a you know, scott Whoa, elliott, he's a pretty yeah. funny guy and uh he'll tell you some funny stories and it's pretty good oh. <laughs> <laughs> and wog's mustache moves but you never see his teeth or his lips yeah. <laughs> it just it just mumbles or vibrates yeah. in the chats. <laughs> kind of almost reminds me a little bit of like Yosemite Sam, which is that big bush on your left. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just and, a walrus. And Kevin Hake, um, Hakes there. He, he and whenever he does the um, what's the word I'm looking for the um, simulations. Oh, he always yeah. throws on the accent for like different Aussie pilots or Scottish pilots. I'm like, oh yeah, it makes it, it makes it fun. Not not all of them are the best, but uh, it makes it interesting for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you get to laugh at everyone else who f- screws up there and, uh, you know, 
the simulations. You're like, ah, oh, you idiot. You should have called for tankers. <laughs> <laughs> so straight from members to man-up soup. How was that feeling? Members to man-up soup? Oh, you being a member position and then going to a man-up soup. Oh, well, I was a sub, like, technically I was a sub-leader, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's all right. Uh, it's kind of crazy because, you know, initially I, I wasn't really crazy about uh, becoming a leader anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And also I didn't really want to, you know, it's not that I didn't want to come back, but it's, uh, you know, I had other plans. Right. So yeah. it was kind of bittersweet to come back up. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the greatest thing about this job, too, is this position is that you could, like, take off and, like, start something for, like, two seasons and then still come back and then, you know, go, like, They'll still guarantee a spot mm. if there's something open. Like, yeah, let's bring you back. Or at least that's oh, how, yeah, how like, it works. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. No, it's the same way up here. You know, if you've, um, if you've done well and you haven't made a whole lot of enemies and, you know, you leave a good, uh, good resume and people respect you. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, if you, if you show interest in coming back, you know, usually that, that's how it goes. Yeah. And then if you want to go somewhere else, they'll usually give you a, a, good, uh, a good bump, you know, they'll... Mm-hmm. They'll tell everyone else, like, hey, yeah, this guy's pretty sweet, you know, give you good reference, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I don't like to burn bridges at all, even if I don't get along with people, I just try to be kind as much as possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's all you got. It's, a, it's a pretty tight-knit group in government of Alberta, and, oh. like, even, like, then, it's like a lot of people know people in BC or parks and stuff, so it's, uh, if you screw over one person, chances are you're not going to get a job somewhere else. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. It's I've like heard that a few stories like that. Almost any industry, you know. Mm-hmm. Your reputation sort of precedes you, so. Yeah, very few, uh, you know, jobs or industries that will take a chance on you if you've uh, had a pretty shitty tra- track record, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, even, like, in the service industry or, like, if you're working for a pizza chain or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know, it's just, yeah, no, not going to happen. So, <laughs> all depends, right? Yeah, but that's never that's never usually the case like everyone always has like a reason to say like you know i want to go back to school or i want to like take classes in the summer mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and they're 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 uh, linear with that or they're they're very like um, accepting and yeah. uh flexible mm-hmm. yeah go on sounds right yeah 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 i got it so what have you guys been doing with your off season uh for the last few years uh well i've went from i went from the summer season to the winter season and then back to the summer season mm-hmm. yeah i was uh, doing a pine beetle suppression up in cadmore for the entire winter season that's all right which was oh man so much experience so much chainsawing on that yeah, yeah, yeah. those great times and like even some of the sites too like like i appreciate nature in, in the in this, like in the summer like almost all the time but like just some of those hikes, you know, you're going up, through, you're going up through the hills, and then you just like go through that little patch where there's like an opening of trees, and you look or look back, you see like the Howling Mountain in like Canmore mm-hmm. with the sun just right over it, and like just snow like blanketed around everywhere. You're like, man, this is this is such a great job, you know? Yeah. It's like take you, you kind of had that moment where you like just appreciate where you are in life, pretty much. You don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. You don't have to worry about what's going on. You're just like living in you're living in the present. Pretty yeah, much. exactly. Very, very. Um, I want to say like humbling job. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. it's just like a, it's it's a totally different experience. Like you gotta you gotta be there to like understand what what half of us are saying, pretty much. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> totally. And uh, I remember seeing you over the winter at a silent auction, and you had the highest bid for flying an I, airplane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Cessna. I, I got it. Yeah, a Cessna 12. Yeah. Uh, I figured, ah, let's let's put, you know, what was it? I 
think like 400 or no 380 i think it's 380 yeah. i was like yeah let's put this away you know someone's gonna outbid me whatever and then all of a sudden i hear my name which they got wrong there's like tyler regan or tyler regin okay, his name can't be red gun <laughs> can't be right it can't be that awesome <laughs> but that was a that was a great night you know? that was a lot of fun met um jt hayes met uh, mike civic Yep. Even seen a Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury. Gelato. Sweet. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart. It's Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a good night. A charity event. Brett Warner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Seeing all of them. And, like, I didn't even know that event was going on yet. When you brought it up, I had to, like, do some research. Well, on it was it. my buddy, too. Like, it was very, it was very low key. Like it was. Don't get me wrong. It was busy, but it was it like wasn't as busy as you'd think it should be. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my buddy, he's a manager at the National on Tenth location in Calgary, and uh, yeah, he gave me that tip, and I was like, Fuck, and I want to go up see if who else wants to go, and who else is like into hockey and you know football and Calgary sports, and you're from the area, and then my buddy Keoghan, he's uh, a big fan of hockey, so yeah, we popped over, and so, yeah, I I think it was just funny because I got I had a Theron Flurry card, and I. Two from Calgary, two from the Rangers, and then one from when he played for Colorado. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck the Flames. I'm going to get him to sign the Colorado one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Flurry, could you sign this card for me? He's like, oh, yeah, sure, right on, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. He was actually the uh, guest speaker at my high school's grad this year. No kidding. Yeah. Really? That's crazy. It was, uh, it was, I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, I guess the guy they had last year coming in and speak was atrocious. Like, Because uh, how it works is they usually get them to send their speech in before mm-hmm. they come in and they're like, yeah, okay, you can say this. So the guy yep. did that and uh, did not stick to that speech at all. He was uh, this guy, oh, I forget what his name was, but he's like a, a filmmaker, like a local guy who's into filmmaking now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, like, growing up, everyone always told me, like, don't do drugs, like, you're not going to amount to anything and don't drink alcohol. He's like, that is bullshit. He's like, I drink drugs. I drink drugs. <laughs> you know, I drink alcohol and do drugs. And I drink, I drink drugs I and do alcohol. And he's like, yeah. He's like, here I am, so motherfuckers. So he's like so swearing serious. on stage. Wow. Was he, like, was he, he hammered like, and oh, drugged so. up? Yeah. It's just like he was doing alcohol and drinking drugs. To be to, happens to be the one time he just like relapses hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't censor me. <laughs> But, I uh, want the kids to know firsthand what it's like. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, don't stop partying just because they say so. Cause it's kind of like what he said, man. He was, wow. He's like, yeah, I do drugs and drink a lot, and here I am, and he's swearing, dropping F bombs and so stuff. And when I graduated, um, I was one of the ones that got to talk. Like, so we'd, we'd talk about other fellow classmates, we talk about our parents, we talk about, like, you know, we have different speakers come up, and myself, uh, different students as well. Uh, so I was paired up with one girl and we were talking about the teachers we had and I wanted to do that because you know my dad was a teacher and you know I knew a lot of the staff growing up a lot of sentiment there yeah exactly exactly like I knew a lot of like a lot of the staff like looked after me when I was a kid like I was friends with a lot of their kids and shit like that and so we had one teacher Mr. Miles and he'd always borrow money from the students to buy Pepsi (laughs) (laughs) yeah he'd be like hey can I borrow a buck off you (laughs) and I'll I'll pay back tomorrow he was a really cool guy he was was an awesome social studies teacher huge hippie like saw him hot boxing one time you know down the road it was pretty it was was pretty funny like him and one other teacher just like hanging out with like like low key but my buddy and I were walking by and we're like oh hey and they're like oh (laughs) he's like don't worry we don't fucking care we're not gonna tell anybody well, except now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, 
yeah, so he's yeah, a really cool guy. And he's like, yeah, can I borrow a dollar? And so we lent him a dollar and then he'd, you know, get the Pepsi and then pay us back or whatever like that. So my thing was like, oh yeah, Mr. Miles, you know, always borrowing money for like buying Pepsi. And like, hey, Mr. Miles, is there anything else? Uh, what is it? Is there any, anything, is there any other thing? What was it? Because they, they had the slogan, like, a youthful experience or something like that. Yeah. Is there any other, is there any other youthful experience you'd like to have, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that came out wrong. Like, and I, I, I said it, and I heard everyone, like, oh. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that, 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 that came across as, like, uh, you know, some, some kind of pedophile thing. Like, he's sleeping with his students. That's not good. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I was like, I shouldn't have said that. But he wasn't even there. So it's not like everyone just looks at him and he's just like, Oh, man. Fucking Chalupa. <laughs> I wonder if he's in jail right now. No. <laughs> he's still teaching. <laughs> That's good. You didn't almost accidentally just end his career. Teaching with an ankle bracelet. No one listens. No, no, no one listens. Well, I did that in front of how many people. Yeah. So no one brought that up. But yeah. Yeah, I know. You never come back. No one from Grimshaw is going to listen to this. <laughs> But like, even though like the rumors are probably like going off now. <laughs> well, no. Well, it wasn't now. It was like ten years ago. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's when like before the whole like cell phone or like everyone's. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. No one's like Facebook Live. You forget, I'm old. World yeah. star. World star. Useful <laughs> <laughs> experience. Oh man, I feel like every time I look on social media, like my IQ drops down at least like once or twice. Oh, isn't oh, that the truth? It's nuts. Like, it's now come to the point where like, yeah. Of course, of course, that's on the internet now. Have you ever seen comments on like oh. the Alberta fire uh, page? Yeah. Like what people think like, we do, and like um, she like there's this one lady who like had the uh, provincial coordinator for the uh, you know fire suppression. She had his phone number, a personal phone number, and put it no on way. Facebook. Yeah, and it's really? like call this guy and ask him questions, and it's just like who the fuck is this woman? And like. Compl- like then there's people like when high level had a fire in 2015 like 30 kilometers north of town there's like oh they're 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 um getting their forced people to leave before you know they let us know that we it's time to evacuate and all this other shit it's like are you kidding me oh, are you kidding man. me that's the stuff that really pisses me off well, you just, see, oh, just like that ignorance on oh, anything that time anything well on like every issue and then yeah. people you get those keyboard warriors and you read the comments yeah. and it's just like facepalm like yeah. Type that word into Google. See what it means yeah. before you like. Oh my God. You ever believe? You ever think that maybe they had those kind of rigorous thoughts and opinions about us only because they would say that if I was in that position, I'd do it. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's I like, think there is like I could have done it this way, or why didn't they do it this way? Or yeah, and it's like all right, well, walk the walk. Another one of my favorite <laughs> things was is like, uh, and this is this was the when I when I wasn't fighting fire, so I felt like I could really put, voice my opinion and not get in trouble with the government. Um, but it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> uh, there's the whole thing about Trudeau, where they're like, oh, why isn't he in Fort McMurray right now? Like, well, he, he should like, have a plan coming to Fort McMurray, like, right when it was happening, yeah. like, right, like uh, this time of year, last, uh, sorry, in uh, 20, uh, 2016. And it's like, man, like, if he comes in, all other aircraft has to ground, and then yeah. he comes in, and then what happens? You know, like, and then if, if something happens, like where um, the wind shift comes over and yeah. it starts going in his direction, then everything's going to have to ground so he can leave. That's that, no, it doesn't make any sense to and have him there. What's he mm-hmm. gonna do there? What's he gonna do yeah. exactly? There's like, no people there. Does there he have any left. fire knowledge? Like, I don't know. It's like that you know, you, you get, yeah, that you would get really like do. this. <laughs> oh, yeah, call in an extra tanker group, no, you know, if you. <laughs> that was just a 
huge, like just mother ant kind of thing. As long as the it wasn't ant. a spruce beetle, then I'd freak the hell out. It was probably carpenter ant. It's the gone last, now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's gone. Last time I got Thank bit God. by a spruce beetle was actually in Zamun. I've never been bit by one. They're not They're not cool. I don't like them. They freak me out. Oh, yeah. They look like men in black monster. <laughs> <laughs> it bit me on the back of the neck. Oh, was like, that what the hell is that? I like, grabbed it. I pluck it just by the antenna. And yeah. he's like, he's like cleaning up the life. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> And another one I had a good laugh about was uh, one of my friends on Facebook. She uh, was posting why, you know, Canada or Alberta didn't uh. accept help from uh, Israel, oh. Russia, or whatever. And it's like, okay, first of all, you don't know what's going on in forestry. Like, first, we, we import crews from other districts in the province. And then we go nationally. And then we go internationally, like, to the States. And then we go even further, like right. New Zealand, Australia, Mexico, South Africa, things yeah. like that. Because it's cheaper as... It was, it's, it's more expensive as you go out of that circle. Yeah. Um, and then also you're getting people from uh, areas that don't aren't that aren't familiar with that terrain. Because, and like even in Alberta, Fort McMurray and High Level are much different than, say, Calgary District, right? right. You can have different yeah. fires. Even with Fort McMurray, even though they're like geographically like same elevation, it's so much like, different than here. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, you need to calm down. We have, you know, called for resources from these areas. Yeah. We're working on that first. And then there was also another one, another one asking for the Martin Mars. Yeah. I saw another one like was that last year. Uh, was that Fort McMurray? That was Fort McMurray as well. Every oh, every year where every there's, year a, big when there's fire, a big fire, yeah, get bring the it back, Mars bring up. it back. And then another one of my favorites is uh, why don't we put sand into air tankers to drop sand on fire? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. I know that actually. Uh, I don't know if a plane could ever you know take off. In yeah. That, in that situation, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, when we did our, our big uh, our big lunch at the end of the year in Fort McMurray and like Morton Kerr came up and um, like all the big guys from Edmonton came up, mm-hmm. you know, thanks for your work, everything. And yeah, Morton Kerr's like, yeah, I had this lady call me like one o'clock in the morning. I don't know how she got my number. And she was like, you need to just put sand, like go to the tailings and get all the sand from the oil sands and put it in the tankers. And you just like click. Yeah. That's it's, nuts. Like, why would you, you think about you don't that? Under, you don't, and I mean, yeah. you don't understand. You're not educated in it. So, like, there's the thought. Like, there's okay, thought. okay, you're thinking, thank you. But yeah, like, but is, you don't understand. People <laughs> who get paid a lot of money to, like, you know, make these calls, like, sand. Why didn't we think yeah, of that? Yeah, like, all of Edmonton's, like, oh, oh my God, guys. So, yeah. It's so ingenious. <laughs> it's right there. Sahara Desert, we're yeah. going to need all your sand. Yeah. Then we, and you know, there, there you go. We start doing sand trades. Exactly, <laughs> oh, and then like calling it for certain times. I was, when I was a patrolman, I got a phone call one time at 1230 at night and a guy wanted a fire permit. And he's like, hey, is this the patrolman number? I'm like, yeah, this is my personal, not my personal cell, it's my work cell. And he's like, oh, I was wondering if I could get a fire permit. I'm like, you want one right now? He's like, well, no, it's kind of late. I'm like, is it? <laughs> I didn't know that it was 1230 at night. Hmm. And I didn't know I was sleeping. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's, it's though, just when you guys brought up so, um, social media and stuff and having public opinion, like, I was just like, fire. Well, let's talk about firefighting and how people are silly sometimes. Well, and it's just like, yeah, it just, ma- it makes it hard to do your job sometimes because everyone's trying to give you, oh, do it this way or, oh man, back when I did hack. 50 years ago this is how we did it and it's like yeah well we have uh, tools that let us do that job a lot easier now mm-hmm. yeah it's just, yeah it's whatever take it with a grain of salt you know it's um, tell uh, stories about it later grain of sand grain of sand <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the the. I find that our information officers and uh, social media is really doing a good job on educating people on how fire works actually. And it's not just a, you know, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with, you know, I was brewing. People think it's just, you know, you brew the beer and it's ready tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, that's not, that's not how it works. It's the same thing with fire. It's like, just because there's no flame there, doesn't mean that it's still not a hazard, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. Like the next time someone asks me, someone starts going off with questions, I'm just going to say like, okay, well, you know, I could give you like the information for information officer or mm-hmm. I could give you my friend's podcast information. You could get all there the information right there. Yeah, call him directly. He'll, he'll yeah, next t- time, talk your ear off. Next time somebody asks me, I'll just say I will, uh, I'll direct you to my uh, immediate supervisor and I'll give him Tyler's number. There you go. <laughs> and then I'll direct to my immediate supervisor and then I'll give him Chalupa's number. <laughs> Calgary to Calgary to high level. To Calgary, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, it's gonna go Calgary, Calgary, high level. It's like the Edmonton. Indiana Jones globe where it's like the red line, it's like boo, 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 boo. This lady's gonna get a call from like Saskatchewan or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Uh, just pick some number out of your phone. It's like, yeah, call, uh, yeah, call uh, Dirty Mike and the boys. And then, you, and then you get a call about like a opinion about something that happened two shifts ago. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do you guys got planned for upcoming days off? Uh, I think, uh... You got your girlfriend you gotta see. Yeah, I'll probably go see my girlfriend. Um, it's kind of hard for her in the summertime when I'm not there. <laughs> probably drink a couple, uh, a couple beers. A couple brewskis, A couple eh? brewskis. Yeah, Try probably. and keep it, uh, maybe some margaritas. Margaritas <laughs> on the patio. Margaritaville? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Are we allowed to say beers on here? <laughs> <laughs> the beers. The beers. The beers. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's been a good shift. High level's been generous to us. Yes, but, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to the point in your shift, and you're like, man, you know, if the shift ended tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. I'd just go have a beer and reflect on everything that happened, because we That's, came up here, and it's been, we've been on the go pretty much since day one, which... Just on the go, on the go. It's, like, shocking how we have this. It's shocking how we have, like, this, like, uh, evening to ourselves right now. Yeah. There, it's been, there's been a lot of activity going on mm-hmm. all around, and, you know, but at the same time, too, like we've been on the go or we've been going on the fly Mm -hmm. and how's it been for you as a rookie leader this year um it's a huge learning curve to be honest like just like like last year it was just like a member in calgary Mm -hmm. and then here i am being a leader in high level district not not a leader in high high level but like your leader leader position as an import crew yeah yeah, here we are imported to high level so it's like it's definitely like just a huge learning learning curve definitely like i'm taking i'm taking every day as like I'm taking it day by day, pretty yep. much, you know, and then all this like IC experience as well. It's definitely giving me a huge boost of confidence, like mm-hmm. for for everyone, like I do. Mm-hmm. It's nice too, like, and you know, have a crew out here who's like, you know, very helpful. You know, we all have like great chemistry going on. Like we we definitely like, like we already like had the task done, even though like no word was being said. Like we already have like our bucketing our bucketing uh, maneuvers already set and go, and mm-hmm. we don't have to say anything. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We were talking about that the other day, and it's kind of bummed because one of our crew members right now is on on loan to us from another crew. So it's gonna we're gonna have to go through this whole process again. But mm-hmm. it'll be fun. It'll With be a good. Dirty time. rookie. Yeah. yeah. Stupid rookie. Balake. Oh man, it's it's so weird though. Balake never talks to us. Yeah. <laughs> we had this ongoing joke about uh about our rookie. His name's Blake, mm-hmm. and we get, we got kicked out of it. Like. We're going with like names and nicknames like here's Yanko, mm-hmm. here's Red Gun, there's Gentry, yeah. and there's Blake. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we're like, let's give him like an actual let's give him like a name that you know sticks out and we're like Blake, Blake, and then 
Balaki? <laughs> Kian. Kian feels Kian special. Be- you want to go to war today, Balaki? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're talking to A.A. Ron here. Yeah. <laughs> that happens so many times, you don't even know. Yeah. No, we just um, we just got more information on Balaki today. He's like, well... Like he's with uh he's with Dave's crew with engine or uh, Kaylee's crew with engine six two. Oh, decent. He just started uh today. Right on. Yeah, so like we've been getting a bunch of information, and then all of a sudden we a lot got of the, Snapchats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like I'm telling Dave to like send me a snap, show me how he looks, and then we get a photo, and then we're comparing it to like who like Blake uh, is like on Facebook, and like that's him, that's him, <laughs> and so then all three of us simultaneously just now just like. Add him at once. <laughs> Message, add me. Add me now. Why did you add me yet? And then, like, it even, like, went down to, like, days. And, like, is like, sending me a snap. Ha, ha, ha. That's awesome. You guys add him at the same time. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't sound like that. But that's no, the best not. way I can describe it. It'd be crazy if he did. <laughs> and, uh, Yango, like, do you think that uh, you might join leaders one day? Or do you think that your fire season coming closely to an end? Uh, both. Both. Um, I like it. You know, obviously, you're going to be a paramedic, like, you know, I might be working as an EMT next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, I'd really like the opportunity to go to leaders course. Yep. Uh, just to get a of the experience. Um, you know, because I think in any sort of emergency services, leadership is leadership, and even Definitely. though you might wear a different uniform or high stress situations as well. Exactly. You know, it prepares mm-hmm. you for it. So going into EMS, I think that would be really sweet to have. You know, that leadership experience, mm-hmm. or even the course under my belt. Um, that's kind of my plan. You know, I, I would like to get at least one year as a crew leader before mm-hmm. I leave. But, I mean, you know, it depends if all the leaders stick around here. I uh, might not have that opportunity. But I'm have to look to another district. Yeah, I might have to go back mm-hmm. to McMurray or go back to the Skag, come back up here. Who How are you now, McMurray? <laughs> not so bad. Not, not so bad. bad. <laughs> oh, is there anything else you guys wanted to chat about? I think we're coming close to an hour here. Yeah, I think it's almost dinner time. Pretty well after an hour here. Yeah, hour 10. Yeah, well, we'll kill it. Because I went and take a look, and like when I said it, it was like 1705. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk about the firefighter dating app another time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Kin- Kindler? Yeah, Kindle. 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 <laughs> well, I don't think we could have called it Kindle because this is not what. Uh, yeah, we we'll a lawsuit coming from Amazon. Yeah, big yeah. time. That, we, that couldn't happen. That couldn't happen. We'll have to find another one. Let's throw a. Fine fuels. Fine fuels. <laughs> 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 I like that. We'll Fine definitely fuels. go with that one. All right. Well, thanks a lot there, Nana Nation. Uh, this is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, with uh, Tyler Redgun and Morgan Yanko on uh, the Awkward Throw Clear. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>